Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. This is your daily podcast broadcast. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Woo! The energy has been intense lately. The energy is just... Mm. The earth is unearthing. You feel me? But we're getting right back on track. We are talking money part two. Money our part three. A hey, money part three. Yeah. Money part three is what we're talking about today. All right. So we're picking right back up off where we've been leaving off from reading this book. Um, I'm probably going to read a few more pages and then I should have I should have read the chapter first and scanned like what I want to read. But I don't even know. But that's all right. There, there's no perfect formula. Um, and that's one thing we're going to say. But before I say that, I want to say if you have any requests that you like me to talk about, any topics, let me know. If you would like to be a feature, a co-host, a shout out, a musical artist, however, send me a direct message, Agent K21 on Instagram, Agent K21 Podcast. <clears throat> I was just going to say, one way to activate your blessings, your money blessings, is to be in the flow state, the state of least resistance. And you know, <laughs> I had a funny moment happen the other day where I interrupted the flow and I was like, beating myself up about it and I was like causing more resistance and I was like man this resistance resistance makes persistence what resists persists so let it go let it all go and then let it all wash back over you so we're talking about money abundance prosperity that kind of stuff um I'm going to share a few thoughts about money things that I've learned things I've seen things that I know one, give, and it will come back to you. And it doesn't always have to be money. It could be time. It could be, you know, space, um, energy. However, it doesn't always have to be money. But give, and it will come back to you. The next thing I've learned, noticed, is uh, gratitude is the number one blessing activator when you're in a state of gratitude you're naturally vibrating at a higher frequency which is naturally going to draw things of a higher perspective and a higher perception towards you so when you wake up in the morning if you wake up complaining guess what's happening you're going lower your vibration is going lower you are operating out of fear fear is complaining Fear, anger, complaining, all of that is fear. There's only two emotions, and that's love and that's fear. Everything else is just branching off of it. So if it doesn't feel like love, and it feels like fear, or it feels not like love, it's probably fear. So when you wake up and you feel gratitude and you say thank you, that's why we don't say sorry anymore. We, we eliminate sorry from our vocabulary. Words we're eliminating. Sorry, I can't, um, I should. I ought to. We're eliminating all that kind of stuff. Because what that does is that restricts your natural flow of being. You're operating out of an obligation instead of an integrity to yourself. Instead of, I feel like doing X, Y, Z, but I'm going to do this because I should. That's stopping the flow. That's stopping your blessings. And I feel like a lot of us do that. A lot of us, even myself, I was really struggling because I'm like, man, I really want to get this money part thing in order, but I'm having all this other stuff come up to my mind that I want to record. Little did I know or think of until now, I could have recorded that and just saved it till later, but you know, 
We all learning out here. We out here. We out here. <clears throat> so, but you learn as you grow. So continue to grow and you will continue to learn. Mistakes are stepping stones. And, uh, you know, there's no such thing as a mistake. There's no such thing as an accident. There's no such thing as coincidence. At least as I see it, they're not, you're entitled to however you want to see it. I don't see it as that. But um, every step is a step. So wake up with gratitude. The more gratitude you have, the more you can gain from that state. Now, of course, other things for like actual budgeting, that's not energy. Because one thing we forget is that money is just an energy tool. And we treat it as a, almost as a god instead of a energy tool. And, uh, you know, the practicality of it is good budgeting helps, <laughs> you know, investing, uh, doing trade stocks and bonds, things like that. All of that is great money tips. That's money. We're talking prosperity here, though. We're talking abundance. We're not talking money. We're talking abundance. But as far as money goes, have more than one stream of income. Have more than one stream of income. You're going to want many, many rivers flowing to the same ocean. Many rivers leading to one. Oneness. And so we have the stream of income. And we have different branches, different jobs that we want to do. We do one for fun, we do one for the money, and then we do one for the savings. So that's why when you see these entertainers who are actors and musicians and directors and have their own clothing line and their own cologne and their own, they know, like, why just be... They, they make it seem like it's bad to be a jack-of-all-trades. It's not. I mean, it can be, but it, it depends on how you decide to interpret it. <laughs> it depends on how you decide. For me, I've always felt like a jack-of-all-trades, a master of none, when it comes to music. When it comes to music, I felt like, man, if I could just really sit down and just focus on one instrument, <laughs> one instrument, I could probably be beast. But that's just not how my mind works. Am I going to beat myself up about that? No. I'm going to do what works for me. <laughs> and you're going to do what works for you, I hope. So um, when, you, when we look at that, we got to do stuff for the love of it, not for the money of it. Because that's when we get slavery going. And that's what we are in. Most of us are in slavery. Because we are slaving for jobs that we don't really like, like or want to be at. And... We're doing it out of a should. I have to make money, so I have to go to work. Okay, is there any other way you can make money? Is that the only way to go to this BS job that you don't like? All right. So, um, for me, counseling. Now, you would think, in a, a, maybe in the near future, it will be different, but you would think my counseling practice right now would be the one that's all money-hungry, but it's not. Because counselor is who I am, regardless of the educational background I went through. And regardless of anything else, this is just who I am. So why not do this? So I do provide counseling. If you are looking for counseling, there's a link in my bio on my at Agent K21 page. There's a link 
If you click on that link, you can set up a virtual or in-person session, hour-long session. Uh, the prices there are recommended. They are not enforced. Donations are accepted. Uh, but other than that, it's from my own heart that I do this. The next thing is I sell uh, instrumentals. So if you go to at Agent K, that's the letter K, Agent K, 21 Music, I have a link in my bio there. I have a lot of instrumental tracks on there. Now, what you may not know is I do many other services, and the website for that will be up and soon, up running soon. And um, I provide virtual music lessons for piano and guitar, guitars, bass, guitar, and electric, and um, saxophone as well as drums. I provide virtual and in-person music lessons, uh, and the prices for that are... I'm going to have all the listing on that, but you can actually go to my um, Agent K21 music page and you'll see the prices on some of the posts that I have there. You'll see all the services I provide. I have also that I, I sell instrumental music for people who are artists or want want to put this in their, in their movie, commercial, you know, whatever, radio. Um, I have instrumental tracks that I sell starting at 20 bucks and up. And I also have a video production that I do. I really like making videos. And that is uh, prices to be determined depending on the project for those. But I do edit and uh, make videos for people as well. Um, And so those are some ways that I do one job for fun, which is just pro bono. And then the other one is actually like, you know, yeah. So I'm going to start the reading this book because it's got some good stuff in here and um, I'm going to just say a few more things about it. Uh, this is You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Live and Start Living an Awesome Life. Jensen Siro. Jensen Siro. So... I had this thought, and I'm going to make a whole video on this topic, but I had this thought about poverty mindset, the poverty mindset, the lack mindset, that I don't know how to word this because it's, it's, um, let's just put it like this. The illusion of racism has some real consequences. The illusion of racism had some real consequences. And groups of people who have been enslaved, who have had their families broken up, who have been taken away from each other, it affects their DNA differently than those who have not had that happen or who were the ones to perpetuate that. And as we begin to learn more, I think that uh, our healthcare system is going to start to change. It's not going to. It is going to change. 
Hmm. Yep. Because, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical companies are multi-billion dollar companies. And, and honestly, that was kind of what turned me off a little bit from the traditional counseling field. Like I was so excited to everything I thought I knew, man, I tell you, it's like, oh, this is not actually how I thought it was going to be. (laughs) I remember going to a Christian school thinking I want to integrate spirituality and faith and, you know, all that. And it just felt like I was just at a Bible school or a school that was teaching counseling that would throw in the Bible every now and then. And I was like, okay, yeah. I actually wanted to talk more about uh, spirituality, spiritual warfare, principalities, things like that. But nobody wants to get that deep. So I'll find it myself. Thank you. And the other thing was, I remember after I graduated feeling like, after I graduated feeling like, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, get in practice, da-da-da, start my own business. And I realized, oh, this is actually, oh, okay, that's what we're doing in here. Okay. I walked into the wrong room. My bad. Because I thought we were helping people. That's what I thought we were doing. Oh, we're not. Oh, gotcha. I mean, we are, but... <laughs> the caveat of the but. <laughs> and so, uh, <clears throat> I just... Things weren't what I thought, you know. But that's okay because we are the creators of our reality. So things can be what you think. It's not going to be on other people's timetable, though. So we always think school is the way or getting a traditional job is the way. And then we're frustrated because it's not our way. It's not what we envision for ourselves. Well, guess what? We're making our own selves. We're making our own reality. So if you can see it, if you can dream it, you can do it, you can be it. So... You might have to go, and I kind of knew this already. I knew I was going to, I wanted the background of the education, but I wasn't, that was just, I'm a secret agent, y'all. Y'all know this. I'm a secret agent. So you got to play the game in order to win the game. You learn the rules and then you break the rules. So with that, on that note, we're getting into the next part of the book here. The next part of the book here. Let's see. We are on page two. 13. Yeah. 213. We are on chapter 24. Chapter 24. Money, your new best friend. Third rule of wealth consciousness. Get clear on where you desire to be. We all need money. We need it to feed ourselves, buy clothes, get shelter, water, medicine, etc. Once it goes beyond basic survival, however, and we get into the arena of how much money we, quote, need, if we've got guilt and judgment and terror over what it means to have it and what people will think of us if we do, this is where all hell is going to break loose. Of course, none of us need more than the basics to survive. But if we're talking about blossoming into the fullest expression of our best selves in an abundant universe, we do. Which is why I'm assuming you're reading this book instead of one of Instead of one on how to distinguish edible berries from poisonous ones. You don't want to merely survive. You want to thrive in every area of your life, including the area of financial support. Being wealthy means having the resources to provide, your, to provide yourself with everything you need and desire to share your gifts with the world as your biggest, badassest self. This means being wealthy psychologically, spiritually, and energetically as well as materially. Let's say you've got <clears throat> let's say you've got your own clothing line company. 
You need money to have a space to create your designs. You need to pay for materials, manufacturing, shipping, payroll, marketing, and all the other expenses of running your business. That's obvious. But you also need to feel healthy, happy, and good so you can do your best work and bring the most awesome products to your customers. Maybe you need to live and work in a place you love that inspires you or hire assistants so you're not exhausted and spread thin or do things that fill you with happiness like travel and buy your friends dinner or join a gym or get a puppy or buy clown noses for everyone in your office. Maybe you want to give 20% of your income to help drill water wells in Africa as well as hire more staff so you can donate some time to doing charity work. It all counts. Feeling like you don't deserve the things. Feeling like you don't deserve the things that make you the happiest and best version of yourself because it's greedy or is asking too much ultimately rips off the rest of the world because you aren't being fully supported and, as a result, aren't sharing your highest frequency with the world. Be your best. Do your best demand the best expect the best receive the best and put your best out into the world so everyone can receive your best too think of it this way would you rather hang out in a world where everyone feels happy and well taken care of and aspires to be the best they can be or be or would you or would you rather be in a world where people live in fear and shame and scrimp and hold themselves back what would each scenario do to your energy One of the best things you can do to improve the world is to improve yourself. It's a grassroots effort. So if you need money to improve your life, get over it already and go get yourself some. Because this isn't just about you, okay? In order to go get some money, get very clear on what kind of life will make you truly happy. And be honest. What kind, of exp- what kind of experiences and possessions will support you in the work you want to do and in the kind of life you'd, like, you'd love to live? If you're truly happy living a simple life in a yurt surrounded by people you love, trading little trinkets you've carved out of cow bones for food and making just enough to get by, that's one thing. But pretending you don't want more than you already have because you can't afford it or feel guilty and pretentious for wanting it, that's another that is called being a weenie. Determine what you determine what your personal truest version of success looks like. No comparing yourself to others, please. Figure out how much it will cost and then set out with steadfast determination to manifest the money you need to create it. I'm going to pause right there. We're going to go on a break here for a moment, but there's something she said that I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I was just thinking about that." Um Oh yeah, she said you know, doing, doing everything. Yeah, that's, that was it. Two things I want to do. And if you're interested, definitely hit me up. I'm looking for someone to transcribe my podcast. Cause I think it'd be really cool if I can make a edited version of my podcast or maybe better yet. I don't even have to do that. Oh, boom. Look at that. I just figured out my own problem. I don't even have to do that, but I could still get someone to transcribe it for people who are are audio deficient are that sounds weird who are deaf i'm sorry (laughs) so a little fun fact little nugget here um i took sign language for a year because i want to be able to communicate with the deaf population and 
I want to be able to counsel them without having an interpreter. So I'm going to get back on learning my languages. Took Spanish for four years, still don't know none of that, but you know, that's another story. Anyway, I'm going to take a break for a minute and we will resume when we get back. Welcome back, welcome back. That was a nice break. Got some food in this belly. Get in my belly. All right, folks, stay hydrated out there. Drink plenty of water. Eat plenty of fruits and vegetables, mainly fruits. I uh, had some papaya the other day. I don't know why I was craving papaya, but that's that's what I was craving, so I had some. And um, we're getting right back into this money segment here. Money 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 your new best friend reading this from the book you are a badass how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life by jen sincero now she says something in the book talking about you know i i heard him say give and it shall be given back to you so eventually i want to be able to do the same i want to be able to send people copies of books crystals you know, just whatever, and at no cost. I want to be able to just give. I mean, there'll be some stuff that'll be cost, of course, but I would like to choose to be able to give from my own well. And I think about, <clears throat> you know, Oprah Winfrey, classic example. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Yeah, that's what level I'm about to be on. So I'm going to finish reading some of this here. It's kind of a long chapter. Goodness. Yeah, about that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to read some more of this. And uh, whenever I feel like stopping is when I will. So thank you guys for being here. Um, also, if you are uh, looking for instrumental tracks, you can go to Agent K21 Music page. In the bio, there are instrumental tracks. It takes you to SoundCloud. If you need you know, music for your advertisement, for your commercial, for your next single your next big hit go check out some of those tracks um and yeah if you have any requests please please dm me at agent k21 at agent k21 podcast any requests you just want to say what up what up though you can definitely just hit me up and just say that as well so we are on page 215 of money your new best friend chapter 24 all right The fourth rule of wealth consciousness, raise your frequency. Money on its own means nothing. A $100 bill sitting on a table is a piece of paper. Hold on, I hear something that's bothering me. So hold on. There we go. Money on its own means nothing. A $100 bill sitting on a table is a piece of paper. It's the energy around it that makes it relevant. That $100 bill could have been slipped into a birthday card from your granny, or you could have stolen it from your best friend when she wasn't looking, or you could have earned it by doing something you loved or by doing something you hated. In each situation, the energy around the money is different. I'm going to pause right there because she says uh, money is just a piece of paper. Now, I love this demonstration of money um, is that... uh, it is just a piece of paper for one and it is not 
it does not determine your worth or your value. And the value of a dollar does not change no matter how much it's been through. And I love that analogy because I don't remember who does this. And some of you probably have seen it or know. You know, the guy takes a dollar bill, he tears it, he stomps on it, he does all these things. He says, is this still worthy? Is this still valuable? And it is. And that applies to each and every one of us. And I feel like money is an, as an instrument. It's an extension from us. So the more worthy we feel and grateful we feel for everything we have and everything we are, the more we can extend that same love and vibration to the money. All right, back to the book. Nothing has any value other than the value we put on it. Oh, well, here we go. Similarly, the monetary value we put on things and services has energy. Someone could sell a t-shirt in a store for $10. Another person could sell the same exact t-shirt in some fancy store for $1,000. How much is a gold watch worth? How much is a broken watch worth that was owned by Michael Jackson? It's all make-believe. Or rather, it's all what we make ourselves believe. If we believe we are worth $10 an hour, that's the frequency we'll put out. And that's the kind of client our job will attract. If we believe we're worth $1,000 an hour, that's the frequency we'll put out. And that's the kind of client our employment opportunity will attract. The key word is believe. You can't be shifting, oh, you can't be shitting bricks and charging more than you believe you're worth and expect to receive it. And you can't charge less than you believe you're worth and expect to flourish because you'll be pissed off. In order to create wealth, you must bring yourself into energetic alignment with the money you desire to manifest. Three people can do the same thing for a living. Let's say they're chiropractors, for example. One makes $50,000 a year. One makes $100,000 a year. One makes $1 million a year. Is the guy who makes a million dollars that much better than the guy who makes $50,000? And how do you put a price tag on his, bitter, his betterness? Is the way he cracks someone's back $950,000 a year times better than the guy who makes $50,000? He may be more skilled or have more experience, but then again, he may not. But what, is, what, but what it ultimately comes down to is his decision of his worth. He is operating at a $1 million frequency, so that's why he's charging and getting. Money is an exchange of energy between people. When you charge your clients from a certain frequency or demand a certain salary, you attract clients and employers who are already at that frequency. You're not putting a gun to their heads. Oh, come on, lady. Uh... Mm. I'm going to speak on behalf of that. I think I'm going to stop reading, actually. I'm going to stop reading because that, uh, I don't play around with stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, anyone that um, has struggled with, with suicide or has had any relation to it, if that sentence there was uh, disarming... Let me just say that that was not the intention. I did not even read that part before. I hadn't read any of this before. Um, but yeah, that's not cool. We don't play like that. We don't make jokes like that. Nah. Um, I don't know. I might be just a little... Mm, it doesn't matter. 
I don't have to explain why I feel that way, but that's not cool. That's not cool. Um, hmm. But I will say, I'll speak from my own, my own about money because she has a lot of good stuff in the book. Definitely some good stuff. But um, yeah, I'm very cautious of what I say and speak into my mind, into my spear, because words are power. Words are power. And it's more powerful to say something than it is to write it. Written words are words that stay. So the energy is felt from the vibration of the words being seen. But when you speak it, it doesn't matter who hears it. It's spoken and it will be felt. So it's better, not better, because it's not a better or worse thing, but it's more abundant attracting to speak things into existence than to write them in my opinion because when you write them that those words could be burned you know trashed whatever erased but when you speak it that's the creator created this whole world with one voice with one word so there's the power of speaking the power of the spoken word so it's very important to speak it into existence to speak it into existence is um, the way to manifest. Because you can say, if you ever notice, you say your dreams out loud and next thing you know they're, they're happening. You know, you're just talking. But as you're talking, you're, you're, your words that you speak out of your mouth, they, they go right back to your own ears. So you're going to have to speak it and believe it because you're hearing it. <laughs> and I think that that is... Uh, how to manifest. Now, I'm going to go ahead and end this uh, segment here. Um, I am going to uh, probably have tomorrow's episode be the season finale for season one. Um, yeah. For those of you who may be experiencing a lot of intensity right now, it's, it's coming to the season finale. And... Uh, you know, with this uh, full moon coming up on tomorrow, man, my days are all blurred. Tomorrow, goodness. Tomorrow, you know, we we start to reap and harvest. So, um, gonna probably have a guest speaker on potentially. We'll see. You know, we're not we're not at tomorrow yet, so I don't know. You know, there's a there's a funny saying that says if you want to make God laugh tell them your plans. So, uh, I don't, I'm a comedian apparently, but I don't make God laugh too often. I just, I mean, I used to make him laugh a lot and I used to be laughing too, (laughs) but, um, yeah. So if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans because, uh, universal control is in control. So release the illusion of control. And I think that's also what limits money is we think we can control it. We think we can hoard it. We think we can operate out of control instead of uh, release. So release the money. Don't be stingy, you know, release it if you can. If you, you know, you know your situation. If you can release it, um, even if you can't, even if you think you can't, you know, show yourself wrong. You'll find out, oh, I actually could. I thought I couldn't, but yes, I could. I can and I will. That's all you got to do. And once you start doing that, once you start challenging yourself, you start rising to the occasion. You start looking for the occasion. 
So, um, yeah. Uh, I think I am all tapped out for today. I'm going to get some rest. Tune in for the season finale. um, Because rest is important. And, you know, I'll tell you what my plan was. My plan was to have... I wanted only 10 episodes for season one. And like I said, you want to make God laugh, you tell him your plans. So I trust the redirect more than I, uh, you know, you got to go with the flow of the, of the redirect. You got to go with the flow of it because um, we, we, we swim downstream, not upstream. We don't swim against the current. We swim with the current. So with that being said, I hope you all have a good night, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. Please share with your friends, family. This podcast will be broadcast internationally. We're getting to that point. So just be on the lookout for that. And I can't wait to hear what countries are going to be streaming in. And um, I look forward to meeting you all in the virtual airlines. So until next time, take care.